Welcome to the Showing Up Podcast, where women over 40 can find inspiration, motivation, and support to achieve their goals. I'm your host, life and wellness coach, and personal trainer, Amber Allen. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast and thank you for showing up. You are in for a treat and I am so excited to be bringing you the next four podcasts. These four podcasts are my live broadcasts from last week for my four-day summer kickoff challenge. And if you're listening to this in real time, stick around to the end of the podcast for more information about how to work with me. The link is also in the show notes. So now this is day two. In day two, we talked about how to stay on track all summer without feeling deprived. I now look at food completely different. I have freedom around food and this has been an absolute game changer that I'm not worried about going to a party and overfilling myself and overindulging. I don't need any tips or tricks or hacks to be around food and to make my meals. So this has been an absolute game changer for me. So here we go. Day two. I hope you enjoy. All right. Welcome, everybody. We are on day two. Thank you so much for joining me. Turn that down. There we go. I don't know why that keeps coming up. There we go. All right. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to day two. Welcome back. Um, I hope you were able to see what we talked about yesterday in day one. Um, So we talked about a lot of different things. We talked about uh, not counting calories and really starting to tune into our bodies and starting to tune into how we feel when we're hungry, instead of just eating without any thought and eating because it is automatic. So what a concept, right? Diving into uh, thinking about eating when we're hungry. So it can be very foreign to a lot of us. Um, We chatted also about checking in with our body, seeing that we're actually hungry. And this is step one. This is really step one, that if you want to make a change, especially in the summer when things are kind of all willy-nilly and things are are fun and parties and all of that, really checking in, am I hungry? If you are, then eat. There's no, there's no restriction on that. It's eat when you're hungry. So we want to really take time and build our awareness before making any changes. So if you wanted to use this week, and now I left it off yesterday saying, look, if you want to take the next four days and only eat when you're hungry, you're going to see a change. And you will. That, I have no doubt. That is that is what's going to happen. And if you wanted to take the next four days and just see, because if you're, you know, maybe a little skeptical going, well, that's that doesn't really, that's not going to be apply, you know, applicable to me. This isn't really what uh, I think is going to work. Take the next four days, three days, and just make a little note of every time you eat when you're not hungry. And be honest. Be honest about it. So are you eating breakfast? Because that's the time that you've always eaten breakfast. Or are you actually hungry? Are you eating lunch? Because that's the only time you can eat lunch. 
or is it because you're hungry? So just making a note anytime you're eating when you're not hungry, is it once a day? Is it multiple times a day? Bringing awareness to something is always a great first step before you make any changes. So that was step one. That was day one. Here we go. Moving on. Today, I'm going to give you a few things to think about because really that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do as a coach um, within the program with all of my clients. I want you to really look at your food, yourself, and your life differently. I don't want you to just take things as they are and take assumptions and beliefs as they are and as they've always been. So what I want you to do is really take a look now at whatever life that you have, what results that you have. And of course, some parts of your life, exactly where you want to be. Some parts, maybe not. And other parts, 100% not where you want to be. So thinking about that, that not everything is not everything is crap. It's just really looking at different parts of your life. So looking at your life, whatever habits you have and whatever actions you're taking. Okay, so think about that. Habits that you have, actions that you're taking, whatever results that you have, they've all started with a thought. Okay. So think about that. Whatever results that you have, whatever habits you have, whatever actions you're taking, they all started with a thought. So anytime as a coach that I can get you to challenge an automatic thought or a limiting belief, then I've succeeded. As a coach, that is all I want you to do is take a look at your thoughts Determine, is that an automatic thought that's serving me? Yes, no? Okay, how do I change that? And that's where I step in. So as a life coach, I show you your brain and I help you make the changes you want to see in your life. I'm the person that helps you put together consistency, motivation, accountability. That's what I'm here for. So, okay, let's go. Enough about me. Let's go to day number two. So. If you are struggling, and this is this is why, there we go. So if you're thinking about making those changes and how to stay on track without being deprived, that's what we're talking about today. So we touched on this a little bit yesterday about getting to a party, a get together. There's all kinds of junk food, sweets and all of that, everyone is eating, overeating, overindulging, you feel left out, or that you feel like you're missing out if you don't partake. Okay, so we touched on this a little bit yesterday. So think about this. So you're at the party, everybody's eating, everybody's overeating, indulging, oh, I'm so full, all of those things. So I'll ask you, if the party had an assortment of salads, veggies, fruits, super delicious and super healthy foods. And that's all that they had at the party. And what if everyone ate until they were comfortable and enjoyed themselves, didn't overindulge, didn't overeat? What if nobody 
gorge themselves. And everybody had a great time. So what, what would happen there? Would you feel then that you were, you know, left out, that you're deprived? Would you? So thinking about if you were at a party and everybody was eating healthy, having fun, doing all the things, would you still feel deprived? So if you didn't, if you wouldn't feel deprived, no. Yeah. Carrie says no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would seem normal there. Yeah. I see Sherry over here. I see Carrie here. Yeah. It would be normal. So the feeling of deprivation, the feeling of being de deprived is coming from the actions of others. So we're saying that our health and wellness is based on the habits, bad habits of other people. So let's, you know, let's really let that. So I would still want sweets. So yeah, and wanting them is is one thing. Like that, that's completely normal. Wanting them is, yeah, 100%. And there's the social pressure of eating them when everybody else is doing it. So that's where we get that deprivation. So we wouldn't feel deprived. Maybe we would feel maybe different if everybody's eating all these healthy foods and we're like, oh, I really wish I had sweets. but we really want to to talk about the being deprived, right? So when we think about eating when we're hungry, only eating when we're hungry, and then feeling deprived at parties, these these situations, I think, and these thoughts are really kind of messed up, right? That when we think about only eating when we're hungry, Wow, that's just a foreign concept. And then what if everybody ate healthy? Wow, that's, or us basing our health and wellness on other people. That seems really messed up too. So is that how we want to make decisions on our health and wellness is based on what everybody else is doing? So not saying that these concepts are easy to implement or hard or anything. It's just challenging the thoughts, challenging those automatic thoughts that when I go to a party, I need to do X, Y, and Z because I've always done it, because this is what you do at parties, because everybody else is doing it. This is what's expected of me, like all of the things. So we just want to challenge those thoughts. So this is an example of, and when I talked about this a little bit yesterday about our toddler brain. So I love getting into the neuroscience with the neuroscience of decisions and goals and habits and all of that. I love doing that with clients and inside of the program because you then you know, number one, you're not alone. Number two, nothing has gone wrong. And number three, you can change if you want. Like those are all, in my opinion, very 
awesome things to know that nothing's gone wrong, you're completely normal, and you can change if you want to. So this, this is an example of us going to a party and feeling like we would be deprived when everybody else is partaking in all the things, but we know that that's not really what we want to do. Maybe we want to have one small thing of sweets but then we feel like we just go crazy. That's kind of where I'm at, that I feel like, okay, yeah, I can have just one, but really I know that I just can't have one. So I'd say, okay, no, I'd rather just not partake and not put my brain and put myself through that. So this is an example of the side of the brain that wants satisfaction now, that we're at a party, everybody's having a good time, screw it, I'm gonna eat all the things, I'm gonna drink all the things, I'm gonna do all the things. So this is the part of the brain that wants satisfaction now. So when we talk about the neuroscience, yeah, I can't have one because I'll eat 10. Exactly. So number one, that's a thought that we have, right? You and I have that thought. It's something that we believe that when we have one, we have 10, right? This is a thought that we believe. So if it's a belief and if it's a thought that we believe, what's going to happen? Well, when we have one, then we'll eat 10, right? Because we believe it. So I'll just let that sit for a minute. So this is a belief that we have about ourselves. So of course, it will be self-fulfilling because it's a belief that we have. We think that that is true. And I'm with you. I believe that that, I believe that about myself some days. I won't say all days, but some days. So when we talk about the neuroscience behind our decisions, And especially when those decisions happen in the moment and when those decisions happen to make us feel better, whether it's for us to fit in, whether it's for us to um, feel good, maybe we're not feeling so great, we're not feeling great about ourselves. So this actually helps us feel better. Anytime that we make a decision with that part of our brain, I call it the toddler brain. Okay. So this is the side of the brain that wants to fit in. This is the side of the brain that gets immediate satisfaction and only wants immediate satisfaction and only wants to feel good in the moment. This is the brain, the part of the brain that never wants to feel bad, that pushes us away from any kind of negative emotion because we want to feel good. And if we find that we're turning to food, to make that happen, then there's our issue, right? So we see that our toddler brain's driving the bus. I'm, you know, I'm feeling bad. Maybe I'm feeling bad about myself. And then I want to soothe myself and feel better with food. So that's the toddler brain driving the bus. So if this part of your brain is used to being in charge, This simply means that you need to work on putting your toddler in the back seat. Okay? So if your toddler brain is used to getting its way and is used to making the decisions and is used to driving the bus, what we need to focus on, it's not counting calories. It's not restricting carbs. It's not not any of that. What we need to do is simply learn and train our brain to put that toddler in the back seat. Okay? So, how do you know if your toddler is in control? How do you know if your toddler's driving your bus right now? And I always say a bus. 
That's just kind of the bus of life. Who's in control of the decisions? Who decides what road you're going to take? Is it the road that you get up 15 minutes early and work out or go for a walk? Is it the one that hits the snooze button three times? Is it the part of your brain that decides um, one plate is enough for dinner? Or is it the one that is filling up the plate on the second helping without even a thought about it? Okay, so you know your toddler is in control. If you take actions like overindulging and then beating yourself up, okay, that's that would be one one thing. Um, another way you can tell if your toddler's driving the bus is not following through on goals that you've set for yourself. So whether they be health goals, wellness goals, changing habits that you're not following through. Now this this is very interesting because it can very much be, like we said, in certain parts of your life, maybe one part of your life, everything is, is happening the way it should. You make a goal, whether it be maybe a professional goal or a financial goal, and that that is right on target, and your adult brain is driving that part of the bus. But when it comes to health, wellness, body image, all of that, the toddler is on the freeway and going down the road. So not following through on goals that you've set. So that's another indication that the toddler's driving the bus. Thinking that you're missing something. This I find so interesting that our toddler will tell us, and I always I always hear about this, um, hear this from clients of, I, I just wanna know the best way to blank whatever it is, the best way to lose weight, the best, easiest, the most, you know, I don't want to waste my time. So I, I need to know the perfect way, the perfect meal plan, the perfect diet plan, the perfect workout, the perfect exercise. So when you're thinking that you're missing something, that's also an indication that the toddler's driving the bus. Thinking that you just don't have that special piece of information to make that lasting change. That somebody else, you know, you see somebody on Instagram or Facebook or friends are, are doing it and killing it. You're like, yeah, she knows something that I don't. I wonder what it is. I should maybe ask her what she's doing because she obviously knows something that I don't. Also, thinking that something's wrong with you. Because when we have thoughts that oh my gosh, why can't I get this? There must be something wrong with me. That literally is your toddler brain driving the bus to keep you exactly where you are. Because what does the toddler brain want to do? It wants to keep us safe and comfortable. And where is that? Right where we're at. So if we're using food, alcohol, whatever it is that we're using to produce positive feelings and positive emotions, we're, do, we're doing exactly, the toddler brain is getting exactly what it wants that, oh, I'm, I, I feel a little, I feel depressed. I'm feeling sad and anxious. I'm feeling whatever it is, stressed. I'm going to go to the cupboard and grab whatever, a handful of chocolate chips. And that makes me feel better. So the toddler is driving those actions and driving those decisions. So thinking that there's something wrong with you is an indication that the toddler's driving the bus. 
right? Because when we, when you, when you and I have a conversation about it, and we really talk about like the the normalcy of up and down emotions, the 50-50 of lives and that 50, you're always going to have 50% positive emotion and 50% negative emotion, no matter what your circumstances, no matter if you're thinner, no matter if you make more money, no matter if you have a partner or not, no matter what, you have a better job, it doesn't matter. You're still going to have 50-50. That's something else that uh, that I don't think we kind of wrap our heads around that no matter what, life is not going to be perfect, no matter if you have the perfect body, the perfect job, the perfect spouse, the perfect house, the perfect children, the perfect dog, the perfect car. It doesn't matter. You can have everything that you think that you want and that you need, and you're still going to have 50% negative emotion, and you're still going to have 50% positive emotion. Okay, so that was a little bit of a tangent, a little bit of a rant. Let's go back. So having the toddler driving the bus, knowing that our toddler's driving the bus, let me ask you, so the thoughts of, you know, I need a perfect meal, I need the perfect workout, I'm missing something, there's something wrong with me, I'm not following through on my goals. So let me ask you, with that thought, with those thoughts, what feelings are created? So tell me in the chat, tell me over here in the comments, I'm looking at both. What do you think, what feelings are created within you when you have the thoughts of, there's something wrong with me, I must be missing something, why can't I do this, I suck, yeah, yeah. So that's a thought, so what's the feeling, what's the emotion? Frustrated, disappointed, depressed, mad at myself, yeah, overwhelmed, unfocused, indifferent, stressed, disappointed, yeah, powerless, ashamed, guilty, self-conscious, like we embarrassed, yes, yes. So now, yeah, all of those. So now from those feelings, what are the actions that you would take based on those feelings? Because if you didn't know, Eat. Yeah. I mean, very simply, that's the actions. Yeah. Laying on the couch, eat, eating more, skipping workouts, sleeping in. You know, what, like, what are those actions? So there's a thread that runs through this that you have a thought, you experience a feeling from that thought, and then you take action based on that feeling. And then you get your results. So when we take this result, we can tie it right back to a thought. Okay, so we have a thought. I'm at a party. I'm feeling deprived. This isn't fair. What actions are you going to take? Right? So you know. Yeah, nothing or snacking, hitting the snooze button. Yes, I just can't figure out, disappointing, avoiding. Oh my gosh, I'm loving all of these these chats and all of these all of these ideas. So we can tell we're not we're not alone. We're all in this together. We're all doing the same thing. So, thinking about that that these are our thoughts, our feelings, 
We take our action or inaction, and this is the result. So you know that that your toddler brain is driving the bus if the result that you have is not the result that you want. Okay, let me say that again. You know that your toddler brain is driving the bus when the result that you have is not the result that you want. Your toddler brain does not like discomfort. It does not like negative feelings. But you know what? You're human. We are all human and you will have negative emotions. Yes, I love that. I love that. Yes, Carrie, write that down. My toddler brain is driving my bus if the result that I have is not the result that I want. So we've got to get that toddler brain in the back seat. So how do we do that? Okay, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So, so you are human. You're going to have negative emotions. And the key is to have negative emotions, to be okay with those negative emotions, and have your adult brain make your decisions. All right, so now it's how do you know when your adult brain is driving the bus? You know your adult brain is driving the bus when you feel one way and act another. Okay, think about that. When you you don't feel like getting up, but you still do. When you're too tired to think about making making a, a decent meal and making a healthy meal, but you still do. When you follow through on the decisions in the evening that you made in the morning. So when we think about, and I say this all the time to clients, is thinking about your future self. And we make, we really make our plan and we make our goal based on that future self of the person, the woman we want to be. But I think for a lot of us, we think that future self is a year from now. Put the toddler in time out. Love that, Maureen. Yes. Yes, you think about her all the time. Thank you, Barb. I do too. So when we make decisions based on our future self, who do I want to be? Who am I becoming? I think we often forget that our future self is us 10 minutes from now. Us 30 minutes from now. Us eight hours from now. So when we make a decision based on, say, in the morning of what we're going to have for dinner or what we're going to eat at the party, our future self is us eight hours from now. It's not a year from now. So it becomes a very real person. And just as a little spoiler alert, that when you make a decision and follow through on that decision, you are already her. And I love that. I love that for all of us because when you make a decision about something and you follow through, you are already her. You are already your future self. You're already that person. So I love that. So when also you know that your adult adult brain is driving the bus is when you don't believe all of your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. And Carrie said, Barb says, I also think about my past self who was in amazing shape and very healthy. I want that back. Now, that is a really interesting thought 
Because what I'd love to know is in your past self, when you were in amazing shape and very healthy, what did you think about yourself? And if you thought, oh my gosh, I'm in amazing shape and I love myself and all of that, amazing. I suspect you are very much like me, like most of us is I, I either didn't realize it. Like when I look back and go, wow, I thought I felt great, but I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when, when you don't believe your, all of your thoughts and feelings like, oh, I've thought that, but do I want to think that? That's when you know your adult brain is driving the bus. If you have a thought and you automatically believe that thought, the toddler's driving the bus. If you have a thought and then you can look at it and go, wait a minute, does that thought actually serve me and serve, serve the goals that I have and serve who I'm trying to become? Does that thought actually serve me or is that just an automatic thought because we're just driving in these ruts and because this has happened, this thought has come up? That's how you know that the adult brain is is driving the bus, that you can logically step back and look at a thought and go, oh, wait a minute. That's, That's actually not something that I want to be thinking now, but I still do because it's something that I've always thought. Okay, so if you're just, if it's kind of like a mind-blown thing that you're discovering that your thoughts drive your actions, that's okay. This is what we work through. So how do we stay on track and not feel deprived? How do we do that? This is what, this is what we're here for. We change our thoughts about it. So stay with me. So Carrie says, this toddler and my poor self-confidence, self-doubt sound like one and the same. They are, 100% they are. Because imagine if you had self-confidence, you had self-trust, self-love, and you made decisions based on those thoughts and those feelings, the adult brain is driving the bus, right? Because you're like, no, I got this. I'm going to a restaurant. I got this. I'm going to a party. I got this. I know what to do. I know that I can eat when I'm hungry and then I'm stop when I'm satisfied. And in a couple hours around the bonfire, if I want to have a s'more, I'm going to have that. If I'm, if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat that because I trust myself and I'm doing things that are good for me and for my body. So yeah, poor self-confidence, self-doubt, all of that keeps us right where we're at because we know that we can't build self-confidence. We can't grow our self-esteem. We can't do any of that until we break out of that comfort zone. But our toddler brain loves that comfort zone because it is comfortable. It feels good in the moment, but not but not five minutes from now, not five days from now. You know, we're thinking, why did I do that? So We change our thoughts about it. And this is really, this is the work. This is the work is how do we go somewhere? How do we do something and not feel deprived? It is literally how you think about it. And it's not, oh, 
la 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 everything is you you know rainbows and unicorns because i want to make the change in my brain no it's not that this is the work of the program that we do we work inside the program and we talk about okay what is your automatic thought about something like okay i'm i feel deprived when i go to a party because you know i can't eat all the things that i want to eat okay so now we start talking about Believing those thoughts, is that something that you want to believe? No? Okay, now let's let's just do kind of an adjacent thought. So we don't want to have a thought that's 180 degrees, like, like I said, everything's rainbows and unicorns, and I'm just going to use all my willpower, and I'm not going to eat. I'll eat something before I leave the house, and then I'm not going to eat. No, because that's not believable. Our toddler brain who's driving the bus goes, no. No, that's not going to happen. So what we do is we take just like a little adjacent thought. Like what could be a thought that you could have that allows you to enjoy a party, allows you to enjoy the time that you spend with family and friends, allows you to enjoy all the festivities, allows you to eat. When you're hungry, stop when you're full and not feel deprived what could be what could be a thought and think about it you want it to be believable is it realistic to set limits on how many bad things to eat i don't think that it is because when we start thinking about what's bad and labeling foods as bad or good if we have low self esteem low confidence and we think that we are bad there is no stopping us there is no limit because we have a belief that we are bad, we are going to eat bad foods because that's what bad people do because we don't have that confidence. And it's it's looking at food as good and bad. So I want you to push that, just not even push it to the side. Let's just put a little pin in that of something that would need it to be worked through. And then say if like for this weekend that you say, the only thing I'm going to focus on is eating when I'm hungry. And maybe that's the thought. I can eat whatever I want as long as I'm hungry. Maybe that's a thought. That, that when I think that thought, it's very relaxing. I'm like, oh, okay. I can eat whatever I want as long as I'm hungry. I just have to check in with myself. I just have to trust myself. I just have to love myself and I'll be fine. Instead of, okay, I'm, uh, I'm not going to eat this today uh, because I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to limit, you know, five or six things or two or three things, or I'm just going to have one. No, especially in the beginning, being able to find something that's believable and maybe the thought has nothing to do with food. Maybe you go to a party and say, I'm here because I love my friends and family. I am here to enjoy their company, to make deep connections with people. I'm here, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Making connections with food is not what I'm here for. And maybe it's, maybe it's something like that. Or I love myself. Every decision I make today is going to be based on me loving myself. And then you can decide. So I've used the thought, I can eat whatever I want to make sure it gives me protein and less sugar. Yeah. 
And you can you can definitely look at that. Then you kind you kind of get into the the weighing and measuring, but you can definitely have um, limits in the way of you know I want to make sure I, a lot of people say I want to make sure that I eat my protein, so they would have like that first and then the dessert. But I even want you to take away from that because when we release ourselves from I have to get in my protein, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, we're bringing everything to the external. We're taking all of that accountability, all of that confidence, all of that consistency. It's something external. It's all the protein, all of that. Instead of looking at it and going, oh, I'm hungry. What, what is it that my body wants? What is it that I, I needs? Oh, I, I did work out this morning, so I am pretty hungry. I know that I need a little bit of protein. I need this, I need that, whatever it is. And those are the types of meals that I help you make that you say, okay, I find that I'm really hungry on Wednesday morning because I'm really active Tuesday night. Okay, yeah, let's look at that because your body is telling you you need something. Instead of having, I need this every meal, I need this every meal, I need this, we really start building trust in ourselves of, I I got this. I can, I can have, if I want, I can have a piece of cake. Am I hungry? Okay, maybe I'll eat that. And then maybe when I'm done eating it, I go, oh, okay, well, that's not making me feel very well. That's not, you know, that's not feeling good in my belly. Like all of those things, we do everything in service of our health, in service of our well-being, in service of our future self. So that's really getting into kind of deep diving into what we do when we coach and what we do when it's something that you want to change because we're here because we're trying to find out, okay, well, how do I enjoy summer without feeling deprived? So there's something that we want to change. And when we want to change something, then we start looking at our thoughts around it, our feelings around it, our actions around it, and the results. Because if we only drop go to the result and want to change the result around it. And we don't look at everything else over here. And we don't look at the thoughts and the feelings that result might happen. And it might last for a couple of weeks. It might last for a couple of days and might last for a couple of months, but we'll always go back because we haven't looked at the thoughts and the feelings around it. If you think changing the action without changing the thought leads to the result, that won't happen because it'll always go back. Okay, this is another thing about thinking, I would be happier when, I'll be happier when this is. So we talk about loving ourselves now and still wanting to change and still wanting to challenge ourselves. We can have both. We can have self-love, self-trust, self-confidence now and be working to, to be a, a better person. We can have both. So that is today's challenge day is really looking at your thoughts around things that when you have a negative emotion, see if you can take it back. What's the thought that has has driven that. If you find that you're standing up and you're walking towards the kitchen, what's the feeling that has started that? 
what's usually it? There's a trigger. We talked about that yesterday about something triggering it, a craving, an urge. What is it? Did a text come through? Did you have a conversation? You know, are you stressed out about something? Did did you think about something that was like 10 years ago and it just oh, something creeped up and it drives it drives that? We don't have to analyze the why. You can analyze the why in therapy if you'd like. For coaching, what I do is say, okay, let's take where we are now. We want to be somewhere different. We want to get out of these ruts and we want to create a new path. So how do we do that? So thank you everyone for joining me today. I really appreciate it. We went a few minutes over, so I apologize for that. I really appreciate you joining me today. We have two more days left and make sure you come by on Friday. I have just an amazing um, opportunity for us to work together. So I hope that you stay on Friday so I can let you know all about that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If this has resonated with you and you want to stop counting calories, stop weighing food, stop self-sabotaging, and really stop quitting. If you want freedom around food, have energy to do everything you have to do every day, the motivation to do all the things you want to do every day, and the confidence to show up for yourself, then go to amberallenwellness.com forward slash ABC dash program. That's amberallenwellness.com forward slash ABC dash program. There you'll see I've developed a 12-week program that gives you the tools to end self-sabotage, stop counting calories, gives you energy, motivation, and consistency. I created this program because I have done all the things, believe me. I have counted calories for decades. And to be honest, I was done with that, done with doing all those things and not seeing the results that I wanted. I was just done. So registration is open now if you're listening in real time, July 7th to the 12th. And as a bonus, you get the summer for free. So your 12 weeks doesn't even start until September. So you have the whole summer to kind of get ready to see all the things, get coaching. I'm so excited. So you actually get 20 weeks. I am excited to share this with you. Go to my website. Again, it's amberallenwellness.com forward slash ABC dash program. You'll see more bonuses and all the details. The link is also in the show notes. We'll see you inside.